0: And welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. You're still here with me, Patty, and my co-host Chingai. Hey Chingai. Hey! Welcome to our final episode of the season. And as we wrap up Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas's top 12 best movies, and well, some of the others. Thanks for joining us this time. And you know what? Chingai, I guess we just gotta dive straight into it.
1: Let's go. Let let's get the the worst ones out of the way. <laughs> so this
0: segment we will start off with the worst of the worst. These are the movies who we realized, and this is gonna be in like I guess chronological order from worst to getting better. Okay, and I think it's just like why the fuck did they make these movies, Chingai? Starting off with at the worst movie of the season, we awarded two. Sugar Plum Twist. Guys, it was so bad, we forgot to list it. (laughs) Sorry for diversity. Sorry for representation. Sorry for ballet. But all those things did not make up a good holiday movie. And it's good we forgot it. Forget we said it too. Don't even look it up.
1: Thanks very much. Number three on our worst of the worst list is... Holiday in Harlem. Sorry again to representation, diversity, and to New York City. It's just not making the cut. Sorry to sassy grandmas everywhere. We just don't understand what the point of this movie was. And that casting director better get a new job. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry.
0: Um, Number The next on our worst of list, number two. On our worst of list, uh, we have our Christmas journey. And guys, when I was writing this out, I was like, wait, which one was that? Do you even remember? That's how bad it was. <laughs> I didn't remember. And then I looked it up I'm like, oh, that one. Sorry to Holly Robinson, Pete. It seems like she just can't get it right with us. And I'm still hoping because she seems like a likable person in real life, I think. I don't know. Maybe it's the holiday spirit trying to make me think I could be better at this and not be so negative. But sorry... Sorry to representation again. I, I hate it how, guys, don't worry. There are representative movies that are higher up on the list. So it's not that. Hallmark, keep at it. You will get it right. Just, ha- you didn't get this one right.
1: Holly Robinson Pete is, um, she's a good person. She actually has a foundation, which I found out because I, I stayed till the credits of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> she's a bigger person than we are. Yeah. Yeah,
0: she's the best person, in fact. So, call your Robinson feet, we're rooting for you. We hope you join our best of list next year. All right, Chingay.
1: Speaking of petty grievances, uh, <laughs> our, our next worst movie is Christmas CEO. And I don't know, but I think this one made it up there because we just have this particular dislike for the lead guy in this movie. Marisol Nichols deserved better. Shirtless scenes should never be put in the script with this actor. I'm not even going to say his name. Don't say it. Mm-hmm. And also, We're good. stop making toy maker movies. It's that's 2021. It
0: doesn't work. Everyone's on a Nintendo Switch. So that's the toy movie you want to see. <laughs> Give us a video game creator, Okay. All right. Well, guys, it wasn't all that bad. There are some movies that were almost there. And in this segment, we wanted to talk about the movies that could have been something because there was a great pair. There was a great actor and actress, but the movie was just not quite up to snuff. I'll start with uh, Christmas in Tahoe starring Laura Osnes. So she was actually quite okay. And the guy, I I don't know his name, but new guy, young guy, cute guy. What was that movie? It was like this, yeah, it was like this weird variety show, brujaja. And as Chingaya said before, just make a variety show, stop with these fake variety shows within a movie. It just isn't working.
1: Next Sorry Next, in our almost made it but didn't, Coyote Creek Christmas, starring two of the people we, we actually oh, like love. Janelle Parrish and Ryan Pavey. We. We envisioned better for them. Mm. This movie just wasn't cutting it. Sorry. Sorry,
0: not sorry. But also, another pair that I had so much hope for, Terry Hatcher and James Denton. I am a sucker for Sam Radford. I love the throwback to Desperate Housewives. But Kiss Before Christmas was a hot mess. And it could have been so good. So, yeah. Damn it. Maybe next time.
1: All right. Next Stop Christmas is last on our list of movies that almost made it. We love Next Stop Christmas. We don't usually like time travel movies and magical realism, but this one did it right. We like the Back to the Future people. We like Lindsay Ponseca. Unfortunately, we didn't like the guy, the best friend here, so much so that this movie just couldn't. I mean, Leah Thompson, Christopher Lloyd could not save this movie if they had just recast <laughs> that one guy it would have but been fine mm-hmm.
0: well we'll see you guys later when we talk about the best of the rest the ones that didn't quite make it to our top 12 after the break
1: and we're back glad to have gotten the worst movies out of the way <laughs> let's talk the, let's talk about the good stuff we're gonna start tackling our runner-up movies starting with Sister Swap, the first one. Okay, We gotta gotta define which one. It's the first one. This was a a really wholesome movie that made us really hopeful about a new universe being built in Hallmark. It didn't quite make the cut because we didn't like the second movie as much as we did Mm. the first. But, I mean, kudos to the Williams sisters. We love them.
0: We love them. And you know who else we love next on our list? We love Balaha. Chris Balaha made a Dickens of a holiday. Almost make it to the top 12. It didn't quite make it just because it was missing that extra something. I won't say it's Brooklyn Arcee because she's fabulous. She's lovely. But somehow, I think our expectations of Balaha are another level double holiday. And when anything doesn't reach that, sorry, it just didn't quite make it. He's His comedic chops were fantastic. He did some digging deep with the Scrooge, but <laughs> the rest of it was just a bit meh. He was the only good thing about it. So, yeah. Sorry.
1: Our next runner-up is A Royal Queen's Christmas. I'm happy one of the, <laughs> the royal movies made it up here. Yeah. Unfortunately, it didn't make the cut. Not because... Any of it was bad, I mean, we actually really liked this movie. We didn't know who the girl was in the beginning, and now we love her. Julian Morris was an excellent prince, but amazing there were, surprisingly, there were just too many good movies this year. We didn't think that we had a mm-hmm. lot, but when we finally wrote our list down this this one just there were just too many others
0: yeah unfortunately guys we're we're quite ruthless on this show, and that's why they're runner ups because we still think you should check them out, but just not in the top 12. And you know, we're all about the 12 movies of Christmas. So finally, the last movie that didn't just quite make it to our top 12, it would be Christmas at Castle Heart, starring the lovely, lovely Lacey Chabert, who just won us over last year with Christmas Waltz. And we're just now fucking excited whenever she comes on screen. Isn't it crazy what a year does? and of course, Stuart Townsend. And this movie was beautiful. Ireland was gorgeous. Some sort of royalty was there. But guys, it just didn't quite make it. It didn't quite hit all the marks, but it's still something pleasant and lovely and heartwarming and just nice to travel out of your couch uh, for the holiday season. So do check it out, Christmas at Castle Heart, even if it didn't quite make it to our top 12. Speaking of things that we wish did better, but just didn't quite make it. We want to go over the almosts again. And this time, we're talking about movies that almost made it because... Well, we liked one of the stars, but we didn't, didn't quite like the other star. I don't know. Call us haters. Yes, we are. But sometimes, things just don't count. So, first movie in the uh, almost made it. If only we had a different lead. We have Santa Stakeout Because obviously... Obviously, we love and breathe for Paul Campbell, but his co star just didn't fucking work. I still don't know and understand why they keep choosing her. I can think of 10 other actresses who would be better a match for Paul Campbell and Santa Stakeout, and I won't waste my breath on it because we've said this over and over. But yeah, come on, guys. Justice for Paul. Justice for how much
1: Paul. We love Paul Campbell. We've mentioned him in. Every single episode (laughs) this season, and he was only in one movie. (laughs) That's how much we love him. (laughs) Fair, that is totally fair. Okay, next up, I I mentioned it a while ago, and I'm going to say it again: the sister swap movies. We love the Williams sisters. This is the first debate we've ever had on But Make It Hallmark. <laughs> I don't like Mark Necklin. Patty doesn't like Keith Robinson. Nope. And so this movie just <laughs> went down the list because of those two. If it had been a purely sister movie, like in the vein of like Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, we probably <laughs> would have put it on the top. But... Yeah, choose better guys, girls. Choose better
0: guys. And we love this high concept double movie thing. And I think they're doing more of that next year with like the Wedding Veil trilogy Mm -hmm. and and all that. So I, I, I see Hallmark really trying to step up their game given there's Lifetime is going nuts. GAC is going crazy. Netflix is everywhere. So I think I approve of this double movie tie in. Let's just do it better with the stars and the love teams. All right? And finally, the last movie that was just almost there. (laughs) We were rooting for it so hard. Miracles of Christmases, five more minutes with our goddess, Nikki Deloach, who we love and love and love. Who the fuck was that guy? Why would they do that to her? They did her so dirty, especially when Taking the reins was so amazing with Scott Porter. Why couldn't they just have done Scott Porter again? He has the same kind of vibe and build, you know?
1: Yeah. (sighs)
0: So many missed opportunities, but that's okay because Christmas 2022 will hopefully make up for all of it. But when we're back, guys, we get into our top 12 best movies from this season. See you then. We've
1: made it to the top <laughs> 12 But Make It Hallmark's. Holiday movies of 2021. Let's get the show started with time for them to come home this Christmas. It's a Christmas miracle in itself. (laughs) I never thought that one of these movies would make it to our top. Thank you, Brendan Penny. And oh my god, again, I never thought I would say this. Thank you, Jesse Shram. You have completely changed my mind about you i love this movie it was dramatic it had amnesia it had accidents (laughs) it had hospitals you know this was very soapy and i was here for it because brandon brandon penny can wear scrubs like it's no one's business
0: (laughs) he really is the king of the healthcare or the care industry (laughs) and again this is the plot twist we did not see coming in 2021 we like jesse shram now Oh, my God. Christmas Waltz did it for Lacey. I guess Time for Them to Come Home did it for Jesse Schramm. We're so excited excited for your your
1: movies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, after Time for Them to Come Home, we have Nantucket Noel at number 11, starring Trevor Donovan and Good Witch, Bad Witch. Sarah (laughs) Powers. Sarah Powers. I'm always a little scared when it's an actor that I like because I get... A little scared that they're gonna disappoint me. And I'm so, so happy that this movie didn't disappoint. It had that like small town vibe thing going. It had, you know, a woman running a business and and a, and a klepto child. So it it had all these elements that we loved and that were new to Hallmark. And I think that's why it worked. Uh we had Trevor Donovan as like a kind of that like big city bad guy, which is like out of character but but good. It's nice to see him in in a different light with facial hair. <laughs> I I really like this movie. I love how they look together. Uh, I like the kiss moments, the authentic conversations. Check, check, check.
0: I love Trevor Donovan. You love Trevor Donovan. He's always a good idea and I think Sarah Powers brought out the best in him. I mean, we didn't include the other good witch. <laughs> lady in the worst movies but honestly it was there so really kudos to sarah powers and the team because this was a nice tropey movie that they put a nice spin to so yay coming in at number 10 we have debbie McCummer's a mrs miracle christmas And guys, it's a miracle it made it in here because usually these types of movies are a no-go for us, but in the skillful Mm -hmm. hands of Caroline Rhea, Paula Shaw, Caitlin Doubleday, and Stephen Lund, we actually really truly enjoyed it. I was surprised with myself when I was watching the movie and was like, oh my God, I'm fucking enjoying this. It was pulling at my heartstrings. I loved all the adoption angles, which I never usually do. I really like Grandma Paula Shaw from Five Star Christmas is the best. She can play funny in a serious movie. Guys, this is a Miracles of Christmas movie. This is what Godwink wants to be and isn't. Caitlin Doubleday and her lovely Bob and her gorgeous gorgeous outfits and the way they tackled relationships and the grieving process with Steve Lund was quite masterfully done they could have gone treacly five more minutes went there but they didn't they kept it lighter and still tackled serious issues so yes yes to Debbie McComber I want the series to continue fuck off Godwink let's do this
1: I think if you're just looking for a feel good movie, this is the one. This is the one for you. If you just want to feel that Christmas spirit and have some amazing older ladies <laughs> on in the cast, this this is this is the one.
0: This is where it's at. But also, where it's at is number 9. We have A Christmas Together with You starring Laura Vandervood. Our own and favorite forever, Niall Mater <laughs> and Harry Lennox. Guys, 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 guys. We know Niall Mater brings it every single fucking year. And I'm so glad he was paired with Laura Vanderwood because as we know, the pairing is crucial and it could all go wrong so quickly. But this one didn't. Why? Because Laura is amazing. We loved her in Playing Cupid. She was so lovable here. We need more of her also, Niall, 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 I can just keep saying his name. What a, again, that Christmas sweater changed everything for me because, wow, I just keep thinking of him. And Harry Lennox and his love story too was great. We've got the road trip. We've got the buddiness. We've got the getting to know each other flirtation. And again, we have Niall Mater. Did I forget to say him? No, I didn't. We love him. We can't wait to see more of him. And Laura. Guys, these are the people you give more movies to. Fuck the others. Anyway, that's me.
1: Anyway, <laughs> speaking of giving more time to others, let's go to movie number eight, Nine Kittens of Christmas, the sequel everybody wanted, starring Kimberly Susten and Brandon Ralph. Never have I been more pleased to see these people back on screen. It looks like they hadn't aged a day. <laughs> I, I love that they brought in another element to the story by bringing the the chief into it with, with you know, more, more time spent on him. I like that they broke them up. <laughs> Just because it's so nice to see them get back together. And yeah, mm. we get that pretty woman cheesy ending. That's what we expect. That's what we want. We get the inside jokes. And if you're new to the Nine Kittens universe, <laughs> you'll have a, a great time pressing rewind and watching the first movie from, from this series.
0: I'm new to kittens, I'll admit. But the second time around, they are as lovely as ever. You're right. They fucking didn't age. Brandon Routh looks like he just woke up the next day from shooting the first movie and shot this one. They look the same. It's amazing. I love it. More movies for these people. Come on. We love Kimberly Sustad.
1: Give her everything. Okay. Number seven in our list, we have a personal fave. Very Merry Bridesmaid, starring Emily Osment and Casey Diedrich. this was one of the movies that I, I I rewatched right away because I just couldn't I could not get over this whole Big Brother, but with a secret crush, with a high school history thing. We didn't mention in our previous episode where we tackled this movie how they they did off the cuff things like not pair them together mm. in the wedding march. That yes, was, that was good. You know, they're doing things differently. They're they're pairing our favorite tropes. With little, little twists that we love. And yes to new faces. Please bring white Mike Marco Grazzini back. <laughs> we want to see him back. We want to see Emily Osment again. Um, these are two people who have warmed my heart this season.
0: I think I want to see real Marco Grazzini and white Marco Grazzini in like a movie of like doppelgangers. Because that would be so funny. And hot. So yes. Yes <laughs> to more of these new people. No to Dead Eyes Bride. But yes. Yes to everything else <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> Forgot about her. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. Forgettable. Um, before we move on to our top six, we just have wanted, and if you've been listening to our past, my gosh, 10 episodes, I think, of just going through the Christmas specials, we want to really call out for justice for two quote-unquote secondary characters that never seem to get their due. And those two characters would be Jason McKinnon, who is the best sidekick anyone could ask for. It has been two Christmas seasons where he has come up above and beyond sometimes the leads of the show. And so I think it's high time that Jason McKinnon got his due, not just as the secondary guy, not just as a friend of a friend, but as the leading man. In a Hallmark movie. Come on, Hallmark. With, with, a, good, with a good leading lady. Too. With the best leading ladies. Guys, Emily Osman, That would be amazing. Oh my God, Amy Teagarden. Anybody, honestly, give him his due before GAC or Lifetime snap him up because you know they will. Guys, Jason, Jason McKinnon.
1: McKinnon is the real
0: M-V-E. Two seasons counting. But Chinggai, who's our other MVP?
1: He's, he's come back for last year, too. <laughs> He's actually made appearances all through the year. I don't know if you guys have picked up on it, but we love our mayor. We don't even know his name. (laughs) We call him mayor because I think he played some kind of vice mayor from last year. Good morning, Christmas. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's made an appearance time and time again, and he made it to... One of the most awesome movies in Christmas House Two this year. He he had a big big role, so we think that there's great things ahead for him.
0: Yeah, and and give him give him like a good leading lady. Honestly, he's too good looking for us to not like you know give him the right girl. Cause they always pair him with like oh the agent friend or like oh the <laughs> God knows who, and I'm like no, the girl from the library. <laughs> yeah, no, no 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 no. And then and, and then even in, like, the, I think, A Christmas Promise or something like that, uh, one of the Miracles of Christmas movies this year, he was, like, the friend who we didn't know if there was something. I'm yeah. like, no, no, we want...
1: There's always going to be something if it's him, right?
0: Exactly. of disbelief. So like, give him what he deserves. And honestly, and I promise you, when you give him the movie, we'll find out his name. <laughs> my, <laughs> my pitch for him is give him a royal movie. He would be perfect. Oh, my God, perfect. okay. Yeah. That is so perfect. I can't even stop it. I had to Google it. I know his name now. His name is Matthew James Dowden. And honestly, he already sounds like a fucking prince. He can be an earl, he can be a duke if you guys don't want to go all the way to prince. But that is his Christmas movie next year. Yes to it. And you know what? He looks good with Anna Ayora already. So it can be <laughs> like, I mean, we already know he's the ex husband. So there's chemistry there already. It could be. Oh my God, they can do, do like, a
1: backstory.
0: Yes. That to be cute.
1: But <laughs> before sounds, years. <laughs> It
0: can be South Beach love-ish because, like, we have some, you know, Latin flavor. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. guys, more justice for Jason McKinnon and Matthew James Dowden, formerly known as Mayor. (laughs) And when we're back, guys, we've made it to our top six movies of Christmas 2021. See you then. (laughs) Welcome back to Bud Make It Hallmark. You're still with me, Patty, and I'm here with my co-host, Chengai. Guys, we've made it to the top six best movies of 2021 from Miracles of Christmas and Countdown to Christmas. Hallmark has pulled out magnificently despite the COVID pandemic still raging, and we're so happy to share these with you. Coming in at number six, we have... My Family Christmas Tree starring Andrew Walker and Amy T Garden and James Tupper and honestly this movie had everything. Yes, we get the DNA tests just like the Hanukkah movie from last year, but guys this time there's a twist. She wasn't the kid. And then spoiler alert, she <laughs> was the kid. It was so amazing. Amy T Garden has warmed my heart. We just did a Friday Night Lights rewatch and it's so crazy, wild to see Julie all grown up and not annoying. Like, wow, Amy T. Garden in the Michael Rady movie at the start of the year, saying yes to everything. And then now we end the year with her as well, just being so nice. And how can she not fall in love with the hotness of Andrew Walker looking at her from across the dinner table, making s'mores with her, picking her up at the fucking airport, and just looking all around wonderful they are an example of when classy leads come together who you didn't expect. I didn't think I'd have them paired in my mind before, but now it's like, yeah, that definitely works. Hallmark, Prom King, Forever, and Amy T. Garden rising up the ranks and just giving everything. My family Christmas tree was so heartwarming. It made me choke up. It's so funny. We hate the best friend, but apart from that, it was a gorgeous movie.
1: And I like how they... You know they brought in like, new concepts about what a family is in this movie. Yes, Andrew Walker deserved this movie. He hasn't had a good one for Christmas at Ever. all, and Ever. and he got one Ever. of the best ones this year. So yay, <laughs> yay
0: Andrew Walker, and yay for us coming in at number five, guys. Claire Niederpruem does it again. Miracles of Christmas pulled out the ultimate miracle with one December night starring Brett Dalton, Eloise Mumford, Bruce Campbell, and the Peter Gallagher making his debut on Hallmark, and I hope he never leaves because, honestly, this movie was everything. This is like this past the bestial test of like every character can interact and be great, and this is lovely. The swapping of the dads, the, having all that backstory of how the two of them fell apart and came back together. Peter Gallagher is so skillful, and we are so lucky to have him in our midst playing like Eloise Mumford's dad, and it was just like, Eloise Mumford is such a joy. We loved her in Baker's son, Brett Dalton has resurfaced and their chemistry together. All the authentic conversations between the two of them just warmed my heart and, you know, really just made me cry. I think I cried truly in this movie. And then this is how you do a a musical movie because they had the elements of music without us being like, just stop it. No, we wanted more. And so, congrats to Miracles of Christmas. I think this is their best movie of the year. And... I'm all for it. Sure, they peaked and soon (laughs) fell down right after. But you know what? It saved them. This movie saved the year. And I can't wait to see more.
1: You're rooting for the dads. You're rooting for the music. I have never said this about a Hallmark movie ever. (laughs) And I never thought I would. But hey, One December Night just changed my mind. I couldn't wait to hear the song One December Night. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) All right, coming up at number... Four, was there ever any question that an unexpected Christmas would make it to our top 12, our top, top, top tier <laughs> with Bethany Joy Lenz and Tyler Hines? There's just no question this was going to make it to the top. Everything about this movie tickles me. BJL with her wild, wild hair, her shacket. Tyler Hines, clean-shaven, playing a speechwriter, making me think of Jon Favreau. Her name's Emily, by the way, <laughs> in the movie. And so, and we, we, ha- yeah, we have, yeah, we have a funny, fun family dynamic. We have those hijinks that comes with, you know, with lies, which I hate, but I love seeing them play at it and just seeing them come back together and, you know, confessing their true feelings about why they separated. You just want that airport scene or that running after chase scene in the end. They, they just, these two are like premier actors in the Hallmark Cinematic Universe. Just make less movies, but put, have more of them with these actors. Mix them up. Sure, we, we'll get to see DJL with someone else, Tyler Hines with someone else, but just, you know, treat these actors with respect and give them the <laughs> script, the pairings, and the storylines they deserve. Um,
0: shout out to Paul Campbell. That
1: <laughs> <laughs> Obligatory Paul Campbell mention.
0: <laughs> oh, we have to mention him. We are morally obliged
1: to mention him in every segment, but he wrote this one? Mm-hmm. Am I dreaming that up? No. Oh, this was also part of the, the cameo thing that they were doing this year where yes. Andrew Walker Andrew showed up Walker. here, right? And Tyler <laughs> yes, Hines showed, Tyler up showed up in up. My Family Christmas Tree.
0: Yeah, I think he wrote this one from what I remember. I, I everything He had something to do head with head this, now. yeah. He had something to do with this and we want
1: more. We want. Okay. For a countdown to Christmas movie. This ironically made it to our top three. <laughs> Eight gifts of Hanukkah. Yes. <laughs> Hanukkah movies are so much better than Christmas movies. I'm just going to say it. Starring Inbar Le- Le- Levy and Jake Epstein. Okay, this one just came out of nowhere and then shocked my system. I've watched this like thrice already. I've forced this down everyone's throats, everyone in their mother's throats. I just. I love adorable Jake Epstein. He just seemed so real and charming. And he was just so in love with her. And he had those puppy dog eyes. And Inbar was so wonderful to see on, so on, good. on screen. She played Clueless so well. And we like a thriving, you know, love life for someone who's just like... You know, exploring her options, yeah. going out with different guys and not pining over one guy. Let's make the guy pine this yes. time, right? I I love it. I love the family dynamic. I love that Patty and I can now sing all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my head now. I can't wait to have a Hanukkah next year. I think I'm just going to set that up for myself. <laughs> we should celebrate Hanukkah, honestly. And I need more Hanukkah movies. So, yeah. Let's do Hanukkah. Yay Hanukkah. Okay, Whew. More yes coming in for movie number two. Tis the season to be merry with Rachel Lake Cook and Travis Van Winkle. They could not have chosen a better movie to end this whole season because, I don't know, what haven't we said about this movie? We went on a, an infinite ramble <laughs> the last time we talked about it. <laughs> I have no words. I watched this immediately after watching it the first time. There is just there. There's just no one who compares to Rachel Leigh Cook, No one. and the same can be said about Travis Van McGeele. He is our Santa. He comes in <laughs> every year and just shocks us with his presence on screen. He he's humorous. He's hot. He's hot in a towel. He's hot in a sweater. He's everything. And Rachel Leigh Cook, she she has won our hearts since we've been kids, mm-hmm. right? So. There was no way that this was gonna be a dud. Uh, this the season to be married has romance. It has family, and it has it has that element of you just wanting them to get together in the end, and just like racing through that last scene in the airport mm. with them. I mean, everyone loves a good airport chase, right? Airports. And this one did it so well. I, I love the pauses, the lines. Everything was chef's kiss. Don't go. Including Travis
0: Van Winkle. Travis Van Winkle really <laughs> is our Santa Claus because he literally only comes during Christmas. I realized. Right? We go <laughs> an entire year without him. Sure, he's on you on Netflix, but like on the Hallmark Channel, we are starved for TVW. I love I love his then hair. He comes shimmying down our chimneys <laughs> and surprises us with all the best gifts. Honestly, <laughs> after we record this, I'm going to pop on Project Christmas Wish because that shit was amazing. And... We love mm-hmm. Travis Van Winkle. So then I'm going to do a double feature and watch just a season to be merry right after. Because God knows, RLC always, always, always brings the goods. She never lets us down. And I'm so glad they've elevated her again this year by giving her the last movie of the season because that's always a special one. And I'm so happy. I'm so happy we have her. But guys, are you surprised? Are you surprised that we have not mentioned this movie? Obviously not, because it is. The number one best movie of the Hallmark Christmas season 2021. We present you with Christmas House 2 Deck Those Deck Halls. Those halls. <laughs> Starring Sharon Lawrence, Street Williams, Robert Buckley, Anna Ayora, Brad Harder, and Jonathan Bennett. And honestly, guys. We spazzed out for like a full 12 minutes in our last episode going nuts over this. I'm sorry I just edited it. It doesn't sound coherent at all, but that's how we feel. We have incoherent <laughs> thoughts. I will focus now on Anna Ayora and Robert Buckley because I know we didn't get to do much of that the last time around. And I really, really appreciated how chill the relationship was, how mature the relationship was. Again, they were living together in the movie. They totally didn't make a big deal out of it. I loved how normal that was. He, She catches him at the jewelry store looking for a ring, and she's so cool in her cool voice, just telling him, you want to go for lunch? And I'm like, yes, I want to go with lunch for, with you, Anna Ayora. I love you, Anna Ayora. And then I really like how, obviously, the, the wedding, the engagement ring and the necklace were matching, and how... It's just these stupid little details. They could have gone terribly wrong with Zayn and how she handled the ex-husband, but no, she was always firm with him. We will co-parent, but you are fucking this up. I love how she stood her ground without it being dramatic and like, big deal. It was so adult, but I most especially loved how they always, always, always connected with each other at the end of the day, just to be like, are you okay? How are you feeling? They were on the same team and they couldn't, they didn't have to do that. They could have totally done this. Oh, now we're together. How will we make them struggle? No, they were a team against the struggles. And I find that incredibly empowering and a good way to do uh what now they're together movie. See, it's still interesting. We still get the buildup I want more Christmas House 3. House 3, where are you at? I am ready. My body is ready. I can't wait for Christmas 2022 because I need it. I need it so bad.
1: I lurk on the Hallmark movies Reddit a lot. <laughs> and the thread about this movie had someone say that, it's really a cut above the rest. Mm. It doesn't feel like a Hallmark mm. movie, and I mean this in the best way. Exactly. It really doesn't. It, it's elevated. Yeah. And, I, I, and I say that with absolutely no sarcasm. No. It, it's just fun, you know? The way Home Alone has become a classic, this can become a classic too. Outside the Hallmark sphere. It has everything. It has zany brother comedy parts. But it also has a lot of heart. It has romance. It has mature love. It has parents and kids. This movie is for everyone. And I think it it, it was a milestone, this movie, with a kiss last yes. year. And I like how, you know, we still see that that's not where their, their relationship ends. We see their family yes. grow. We see them transition. And that's how it should be. No more, like, acknowledging and having to, you know call it out it's just part of the story and it's just it's just intrinsic in everyone who watches the christmas house 2 to want to see what happens next yes. in the third movie which i am calling now we're manifesting this it's going to happen
0: christmas house 3 written by paul campbell and robert buckley <laughs> 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 And so, guys, we are so thankful for you guys listening to us these past couple of episodes as we counted down and watched really good movies and really shitty ones. But, again, here are the top 12 we recommend to you. But, guys, we don't end there. We never will end there because when we're back, our final edition of Merry Kill Christmas Edition after the break. See you then.
1: The final Mary Kill of 2021. We've called our list. We're only choosing from the previously mentioned movies, including the worst ones. So that we have a little... So that we have an easier time. That said, Patty and I had to pause because this was freaking hard. (laughs) Okay, let's start with our kills. I'm going to begin by <laughs> killing <laughs> i said i wouldn't mention his name but <laughs> i do it now i'm killing paul green from christmas ceo that scene should have never made it on screen
0: i am joining you in killing him this is a oh my god <laughs> double yeah we are co-conspirators and co-defendants in this murder and honestly i will go to jail for this because damn 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 paul green I'm sure has some wonderful qualities i just don't see them and this was just really bad this was so bad this felt indulgent this this topless scene felt like it wasn't written in and he volunteered it and i'm just <laughs> like no i'm just like nah no thanks dude nobody needed to see that we never want to see that we are killing you we're so sorry we're not sorry goodbye we've killed you
1: are we sorry For about it. this character assassination not at all <laughs> not at all <laughs>
0: zero zero <gasps> chingai who are you fucking for the last time in 2021
1: okay i really had to think about this because you know we've got top choices here <laughs> but i think i think i fucked him when we talked about this <laughs> and i'm gonna stay consistent and fuck him again brendan penny as a nurse <laughs> I guess our kinks are coming out. (laughs) I I, I don't know. He's just such a caring person. I think he deserves to unwind and just, you know, let loose. He needs
0: to let loose. He will let loose with you. Yes Mm -hmm. to the fucking of Brendan Penny from Time for Them to Come Home this Christmas. Honestly, what a fucking miracle. I'll never get over it. I will be fucking none other than Tyler Hines from Oh (laughs) Yeah Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> it's the Jon Favreau vibe of it all it's the traveling I have insecurities I am an imperfect man who admits it and admits when they're wrong it's this I'm close to my family but like I couldn't not close enough to tell them that we had broken up I love all these quirks and he just looks like he's fun and yes we will be fucking on that creaky sofa so I'm sorry to the family who will be hearing a lot of noise because, yes, I'm fucking just
1: him. give them sleeping pills, and they can Sleep right <laughs> through all the noise.
0: <laughs> but it's December. Uh, are we going to be very merry brides this, this time around? Who are we marrying? Funny that you
1: mentioned that because <laughs> I am marrying Casey Diedrich <laughs> from a very merry bridesmaid I considered someone else. But I remembered his, like, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to respect you. <laughs> I'm going to listen to you. I see you. I, I just remembered all of that. And suddenly everyone else fell to the wayside. Yes, even Travis Van Winkle fell to the wayside. White Marco Grazzini is my groom. <laughs> Who is yours?
0: My groom is incredibly predictable, but that's me. I have finally chosen Andrew Walker in my Christmas oh, family Oh, wow. It's been a long time coming. He finally got the Christmas movie he deserved, looking wonderful in those suits, looking great, picking you up at the airport. Gets along with your dad, check. Asks him for permission, even if he doesn't have to, because I am not a property of anyone, check. Just getting along with my family, putting up with the craziness, having you know solid values, and you know wanting to give back and... I love him. I will want to wake up to that face every day. Yes, yes, I do. Also, I think he's not super duper tall. What? Who am I? Some tall chick? No, I'm not. And that's why I feel like the height differential will just be perfect. He will look at me from across the table and give me that look that says he loves me. And yes, I would love to wake up to that every day. Andrew Walker, will you marry me? Yes, you will. You have no choice.
1: (laughs) Andy, how does it feel to be prom queen?
0: I've never been prom queen. I don't think I will ever be. But now that I'm married (laughs) to the prom king, I guess by default I am. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. there we are. Welcome to (sighs) my wedding. Anyway, thank you, Chingai. And thank you everyone for joining us these past couple of episodes. It's been a wild ride. And if you have not yet liked or subscribed but make it Hallmark, please do follow us on any uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have not Follow us on social, please do, at Make It Hallmark on Twitter and at but Make it Hallmark on Instagram. I finally got that right after like 20 <laughs> times this season. We'd love to hear from you and hear your thoughts, and we just are excited to see you guys in the new year with New Year New Movies and all the shenanigans that Hallmark has up their sleeve. Not to mention
1: When Calls the Heart. <laughs> oh my God, There's a lot so to look scary. forward to in 2022, and we can't wait to see you then. We can't wait to see you guys then, and we'll see you
0: next time on Butt Make It Hallmark. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.